You know what the German word for constipation is? <laughs> what? Far from pooping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Good thing we're recording. Your lack of faith is disturbing. What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 169 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah, Zooks. And Shelly Walter. School's dag. Today we're going to be geeking out about a Viking Assassin's Creed, future Marvel plans, the last Airbender news, but not like good news. News is just going to make you kind of sad because it's it's not new Airbender, so... Uh, before we get into that, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, and Peter Tallow. Thank you all. Thank and you. everyone else who donates, because there's even more. These people that are just do the $10 or above, uh, and we appreciate all of you so, so much. Uh, let's get right into it what do you guys been gaming go ahead Jeff. Mm-hmm. yeah you can... uh okay so i'll go ahead and start i'm gonna give a report on backlog golf because this is something that the uh, some several members of the staff are doing each week now or we're, we're doing it for the rest of the year um i got a birdie this week that's a negative one for playing through darius burst chronicle saviors and i mm. will say it's a shoot 'em up it took me about half an hour Okay. So some Nothing quick points. Big. I mean, quick negative points. Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not not tough. Um, but that was a quick win for me because I've been I've got eighty five hours in Division Two now, and we're still going. Okay. So, so do you is that your strategy to play all the, like the easier games first, or was it just first one on your list? So I took probably fifteen hours to catalog all of my games with how long to beat. So that okay. I can organize them by how long they would take to play through. Okay. Uh, and that way I can chip away. You know, if I want a quick win, I can chip away a couple of smaller ones. Cool. Um, but yeah, so trying to finish Division 2's post-game content now. Mm-hmm. There are five world tiers, and we have we are in world tier three, so we're, we're getting there. Okay. Hopefully the this time of the week will like be done. Change of the world. Yeah, so... You play through two story missions and then a big stronghold for each world tier. Okay. And after we finish the next one, all that's left is like the big, big stronghold um, mm. called the Tidal Basin, and they just released it this past week. Totally sounds like you're talking about Sword Art Online. <laughs> it's it's a tier. blast. Like, you think of the giant building. I have started writing my review, but I haven't had enough time to sit down and really cohesively fit it all. Um <laughs> The big stuff I've talked about in the review so far has been the foul language and some of the violent content that's in it. Yeah. Uh, not for kids. Don't get this for anybody under 18, definitely. But, I mean... Or they'll just swear left it's and right. It's, and it's not just the foul language. Like There are video, like hidden footage video clips and stuff in there uh-huh. that Very show dark. some pretty heinous... Yeah. Okay content so Mm. yeah but the gameplay itself is fun that's cool yeah that's that's all i've been playing this week are you shelly i went to two smash tournaments this weekend one was well one there's always a bi-weekly local tournament so i went to that which was really fun we're getting a bigger crew going with us every time so it used to just be uh, me and Daniel, uh, my boyfriend, that's, that's who that is. Uh, and then, but now we're like getting more people. So now we got kind of a crew, which is super fun because even if we, some of us lose super early on, um, we'll watch one person go further or like, we'll mm-hmm. just hang out. It's way more fun with more people because you can yeah. just hang out and it's also less intimidating because there are so many people there at these tournaments. Ultimate is huge now. So there's mm-hmm. 160, 180 people at each of these tournaments, so it could get kind of overwhelming if you're not there with someone 
Uh, like I would never, I could never go by myself, but that was really fun. And then my school actually ran an SPU, uh, school's SPU, um, tournament for Smash Ultimate, which was really fun. I helped run that a little bit and all the money of that, because usually you pay to get into tournaments, but all the money was for Mm -hmm. the Prevent Cancer Foundation. And we raised, I believe over $200. I don't quite remember. It might have been under, but it was it was somewhere either it might have been between 100 and 200, but it was like a lot of money. So it was really cool. Um, and that was also really enjoyable because I knew most people there and was able to talk to them and just kind of have fun. There are people of all uh, skill levels, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, that was really good. Cool. I, I've also been still playing Wizard of Legend. I finally managed to at least at no once or twice beat the first main dungeon boss. So that's very exciting because I was worried just because of the nature of that game. Um, I didn't know how easy it would be to actually progress. And like, do you play more and you actually get better? Blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I've actually improved a lot playing that game. And I kind of get some strategies. So I've been able to go further um, and get cool capes and stuff. Like, I like the capes. So that, that game is still really fun for me. I enjoy it a lot. It's fun to just, if I have... Not even a lot of time, um, but if I just want to like sit down and do something for like just go through one round, I can do right. that. So that's cool. fun. And then I finally started Grim Fandango on the Switch for streaming because I finished Undertale and I wanted another kind of slower paced game to go through, which is definitely Grim Fandango. I'm, I actually really like it a lot. Is that it's the everything I wanted sequel to the dog? Or what, what is that? Is that Fandango's a standalone? Oh, it's something. What's the Undertale sequel called? Deltarune. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I I played Deltarune, but I didn't stream it. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really like Grim Fandango. Definitely, even from the get go. Um. I I mean, I heard that it's pretty hard game, not necessarily because of its difficulty, but because the puzzles and what you're supposed to do is really confusing. It's really unclear sometimes what you're supposed to be doing um, and yeah. how to solve a certain, situ- you know, a certain situation. That's, those classic strategy or uh, point and click adventure, adventure games, games like that are very, very obscure typically. Yeah. So, and by really, I'm really liking like the characters and the story so far, I think is really cool. And I think it's going to grow into something really awesome. And the music. I mean, the reason I picked up this game was because I analyzed a lot of the music for a um, jazz history paper. Cause I was talking about jazz music and video games. Okay. And a lot of sources were like, Hey, Grim Fandango does it right. And so I've listened to a lot of the soundtrack and really liked it. So anyway, that game is definitely kind of rough, but thankfully there's people who come in from the stream and say, hey, I played this game. Like, do you want help? I can oh, give cool. you a hint. And that's yeah. actually been really nice because in Undertale, I didn't appreciate it so much sometimes because sometimes people come in and just tell me what to do without right. me asking and say, hey, this is how you're supposed to play the game. When the entire point of Undertale is that everyone has a unique experience and you know, so it's just funny to me. Right. Um, but with Grand Fandango, you actually there actually is one certain way you're supposed to do something, and it can be really hard to find. So and the whole point of the game is that one path. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So um, I definitely appreciate when people are like, "Yeah, think about this. Have you considered this?" I'm like, "Oh wait, that's totally it." And so <laughs> I still feel satisfaction satisfaction when I solve something because, yeah. Anyway. I'm That's really cool. enjoying that so far, even if it is super slow-paced. I'm okay with it. It's cool. Okay. So that's what I've been playing. What about you, Cody? So I haven't played any video games, but this last week, or yesterday, uh, from recording this, I got to do my murder mystery party. Oh, yeah! Oh, You've cool. been typing that up. How'd it go? It was so good. It was so much fun. I got a little nervous. Um, so it, we did it in three acts. Mm-hmm. And in the second act something seemed wrong and then my wife was like i think you broke the game i think you like forgot to put like a card basically like for those who don't know it was basically clue uh the board game right in real life uh so she thought that i like missed giving somebody a card and so i was like i don't think so i don't know and then i kind of like freaked out for a little bit but everything was good everything was cool okay good uh we figured out later on like i I was like no we're, we're fine (laughs) <laughs> but 
it was it was awesome. So I, like the things that I couldn't talk about earlier. Um, and if you want to hear more information on like everything last week, we talked about it too. Uh, I won't repeat everything, but I did a little recording uh, that was kind of the death note from the from the victim. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I put that and a prop thumb in an envelope. And oh we started gosh. the game. So everyone kind of introduced some characters, a introduced prop themselves. Thumb? Yeah, like a like a human thumb. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, a not real thumb. Yeah, and I put it in this little envelope that said to the guests. And so I was like this butler uh, at this mansion. And even though it was just my house, like a little bit of make believe there. But I'm like, is this one of your guys's? Is this what is this? And I like threw it on the table. I and someone was like, it says to the guests. And I'm like, that's definitely not Bankstonworth, which is the name of I've, Richard Bankstonworth is the most ridiculous name I could think of for um, a rich person. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So I was like, that's definitely not Bankstonworth's handwriting. And so they opened it up and it was a little my JVL like speaker. And all I had to do is turn it on and press play and he spoke. Um and then I I had it set up. I thought about this like just days before we actually had the party. Um I was trying to think why he would do this whole situation. And he invited everyone that wanted to kill him because he knew that someone's gonna murder him and it was inevitable. So in the note, he was like, uh, I know that I'm going to get murdered by one of you. So I thought I'd throw you all a party. And then all of you who hate me, are going to have to figure out my murder. <laughs> and was actually kind of like upbeat about it. It was like, ha, I actually got you guys. That's funny. Yeah, huh. it was fun. Um, and then I put like, so the assassin, everyone had a motive. Uh, the assassin for the clue to figure out the motive was in code and they had to decode it. Um, my wife was an ex-murderer, and so, um, she, like, I took pictures of her dress. X mm-hmm. or X? X. Like, she used to be a murderer. Oh, I guess she, a murderer is still a murderer, but she used to be, like... <laughs> she gave up that life a while ago. Yeah, she gave up that life, basically, and, like, turned a new I leaf. I promise not to kill anybody ever And so again. Banks and Worth was, like, blackmailing her, basically, like, give me money or I'll tell. Uh, so I actually took the dress that she was wearing for the party, and, um a gun and like took a picture of them together and was like, Ooh. I have evidence of your, and she had no idea that I had like taken the picture or anything. So she opened up the envelope and was like, I was like, I have these pictures of you uh, at this murder or whatever, this murder scene, you need to pay me. And she was like, wow. when did this happen? When did you take these? And I was like, That's really cool. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Um, everyone got to kind of figure out these little things about their characters uh, that they didn't know. And, um, we had, like, really good food, too. I put a lot of, like, effort into uh, the food. So we had, like, shrimp cocktail and, like, cheeses and tried to make it all. We had, like, gold plates. Did you just say cheese whiz? Cheeses. Oh, okay. Gouda, pepper jack, and Swiss, if anyone cares. I like uh, Gouda. Gouda, so And great. I like Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> the occasion. Who's uh, your favorite cheese? My favorite's Gouda. <laughs> good. Duh. Um... Yeah. With like big olives and stuff, bright gold plates and things. It was it was really cool, and everyone dressed up. It was semi formal. Yeah, so that was a lot I of love fun too. That. There's not a lot of occasions, especially like for a house party, to like dress up as nice as possible. Yeah, totally. No, it was a it was a really good time. Um, if anyone has anywhere like if anyone wants to do it and you have specific questions, you can totally ask me. Um, and I can give you like the rules that I had made up, uh, and you can kind of make your own if you want. Uh, I don't know if anyone would be interested in that or not, but. It was a lot of work, I will say that. They took me about a month and a half of planning because I had to write seven different characters' stories. So it was a lot. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that's basically all I did. I've been gearing up for that for so long that there wasn't a lot of video games uh, taking place except for, like, Apex. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Cool. What's going on in the gaming gaming news? All right. So in the gaming news this week, Borderlands 3 released a trailer that basically confirms the release date. It's going to be September 13th. So it's coming up soon. So that's this year. Yeah. 2019. Unless you want to not buy it on Epic. I mean, I'm buying it on consoles, so I'm not hamstrung. Suckers! (laughs) I guess so. I guess that's just for the uh, Master Race. Yeah. Yeah. Master Race that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I had a conversation with one of my friends, and we both concluded that we'd rather just wait. Yeah. <laughs> not play. 
<laughs> yeah, until it's on like Steam. <laughs> it's weird because I mean, I, mean, you I wouldn't all want to are so elite too. anyway. Yeah. Why not shun your own? Yeah. <laughs> do they? Does Gearbox do? It's Gearbox, right? Yes. Do they do E3 stuff? I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing them. I don't recall. I mean, I think. Maybe they'd go know. under Microsoft's hood for. I'm just wondering if we would see them in E3 in any way, but I don't know how they would do that without. Since I don't think they have their own their own thing. Maybe they can, yeah, they never do their own stuff. Maybe they can get in with Xbox or something. Can't be PlayStation. Because PlayStation won't be there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, hopefully we see more soon. I'm we'll sure see. we will. Uh, also this week, something kind of slipped, and now there's speculation that mm-hmm. the next Assassin's Creed game is going to be Viking-based. Kind of Norse... So cool, and totally not because God of War did so well. Right? Especially so they could kick them out every year. I mean, like, man, Viking sounds like a great a yeah. great setting. It I, honestly does. Mm. <laughs> I hope that we have... Oh, I don't even know. I'm just thinking of, like, when I think Vikings, I think, like, big, burly, slow, hard hitters. And so to have a fast, you know ninja-like, in-the-shadows kind of assassin in that world is going to be really interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. LJ just reminded us it was an Easter egg in The Division 2 that kind of led to this. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. More Ubisoft stuff, yeah. I, uh... I might play this Assassin's Creed, and I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in a while. Since Black Flag. Well, it's been a long time. You've missed a couple good ones. Yeah, I've heard. I don't know. I, I played 3 and I played Black Flag. Those are the only ones I've played. Uh, so people are going to get real mad at me. Uh, I didn't play the originals. And at, at this point, I'm just like, they're too far away. I don't want to play them. 2 but, is one of my favorite games of all time. All time? Yeah. I've heard they're all, like, the the first 3 or something like that are supposed to be amazing. 2 is uh, it's great. And not Assassin's Creed 3, but, like, the first 3. I was going to say 3. You... You played one that's not very well regarded. And that was my first one, but I really liked it. So, I don't know. There, it, it has its apologists. So, yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you're a Persona fan, you might ought to keep your eyes open. April 25th, they've just said that they've got an announcement coming. They've not really given a lot of information on what it is. Persona yeah, 5 for Switch. I think, I think the Switch announcement could be it. Like that that's he's already coming to smash. And they're already the set. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're talking about they're talking about, you know, like a a master edition or whatever yes. gold edition of the game. But I hadn't thought about Switch. That's a really good idea. I, I didn't play it, but I really enjoy the uh anime cutscene. I think that's really I do cool. want wait. to play it. So I'm definitely gonna wait till this announcement before I buy it. Because if it is not if if it is a Switch version. I would buy it on Switch just because I actually just like my Switch better than my PS4. Sorry, PS4. I only have like three <laughs> games for it. Um, it's very unloved, which is sad. But um, <laughs> if it ends up being a ma- yeah, like a master, like remastered type, not remastered, but you know, like an XD, like a right, right, new fancy right. pantsy version of it, then yeah. I could just get that instead of the original. I yeah. will buy it for my wife and let her play it because it's not my style of game. That game, like, so... It's in my backlog, and I I went through and found all the times on how long to beat for all the games in my backlog. Yeah, that was the longest, right? I think it was like a hundred to one hundred and twenty hours I, just I to know. finish the main story of that game. That's yeah. the thing. It's like I don't, I don't, I know I don't have time now. I have to wait for the summer. <laughs> so this yeah. is good timing for me. Man, mm-hmm. that that game has a phenomenal soundtrack too. Yeah. I almost included that music into my paper, but I did not have enough room. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, that's it for gaming news this week. The pull list is fairly short. Mm-hmm. Um, for notable releases this week, Nintendo Labo VR is coming out. Yeah. So if you want to put some cardboard on your head and do VR on the Switch, there you go. So weird. Yeah, I know. If I'm being honest, it's the only Labo I've been a little bit interested in. My only thing is that 
it pairs with other Labos. It doesn't come with those, I don't think. I think you have to buy those separately. Like the Probably. gun and the oh, yeah, foot the... thing. They had a foot thing, too. They had a couple different things. They're like, yeah, it works with okay. all these. I'm like, that's cool. Can I get all of them in one package, or do I need to buy a bunch of stuff? Because I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think they should have just made a VR headset for the Switch that wasn't made of cardboard and, like... But it's got to be cardboard because that's our aesthetic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the whole that's Labo jam. It's so yeah. weird. It's recyclable. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> when you're done using it, you can just get rid of it. Throw it out. I just can't spend $6 on a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Some uh, of them are also expensive. coming out. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Also coming out this week, Phoenix Wright Trilogy, which has been out on the Switch. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox One this week. Yep. Uh, and those are into that. also phenomenal music and some, some really mm. interesting gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. Have you all ever that played any painful. Earth Defense Force games? No. Nope. They are, they're intended to be ridiculous, right? You're okay. this crummy little single dude with some crazy weaponry you can find, and you're taking on invasions of aliens that are gargantuan insects like okay. ants spiders and scorpions like giant robots and that sort of stuff but from what i have heard i don't know that this is true or not i've not watched any trailers on it but from what i've heard it's a little bit i think it's a different company doing this one mm-hmm. and they're actually trying to take a serious approach to the story oh okay which i'm i would be interested in seeing huh because those have always been just like super kitschy C-level movie, you know, like Saturday night sci-fi movie kind of thing. It looks like he's fighting Godzilla in one of the pictures from a quick Google image search. Oh, the, the image search won't do you any good at all. I I mean, I, I want to see that thing in motion. I want to see some of the cutscenes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's it for gaming this week. Cool. What? I know you've seen a movie, Joe. I have Netflix movie. Yep. What was it? The Highwayman with Kevin Costner and uh, Woody Harrelson. Great actors. I really liked the movie. So what? Uh, like, what's it about? I didn't. It's about the. Th- so about it's based it on a true story. It's based okay. on the real lives of two men. Um, they are so Bonnie and Clyde, right? Oh, okay. God. I remember this sounded familiar. Yeah. Okay. They are Texas it. Rangers that are hired. To go find, hunt down, and stop Bonnie and Clyde. Wow! And okay. it's their whole story. They the they're called highwaymen because they literally spend their lives in a car on the road trying to find Bonnie and Clyde. Dang! I want to see it. Okay, I, was I remember say, seeing commercials really for this. Interesting. It's like I think it's like two hours long. I really liked it. That's awesome. I might watch that tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds really cool. I remember seeing. Yeah, like I said now. I always see the Netflix when you pop Netflix open and then it gives you a yeah. big trailer that just kind of auto plays. Yeah. yeah. I like Woody Harrelson. I like Kevin Costner. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely checking this one out. And I was, I was happy with it. That's cool. Did you see anything, Shelly? I saw one new movie. I also mm-hmm. saw a bunch of not so new movies. My roommate, sort of like what you did with Affinity War, Cody, she's uh-huh. watching through or trying to watch through the Marvel movies in order before Endgame comes yeah. out. Except for. But, I mean, that's in the theater, so I don't think she's going to like rewatch it or anything. We um, did for. We saw Black Panther in theater. When we, oh, yeah. When Warrior. <laughs> cool. Just to get them yeah, out. but uh, she so I sort of half sat in on watching some of those, including uh, the first Avengers, Iron Man three, and some of Thor Dark World, which is like wow. I like Avengers, but Iron Man three, and I can Dark appreciate World Iron Man so three, bad. but like also Dark Dark World's just trash. <laughs> I did not. There are some things in there that I didn't even remember happening. I think I just blocked it all from my memory. Um, I then, rewatched that oh, last yeah, year, and I still forget what Dark World's about. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just it. weird. Like, I do know. Well, I feel like everyone has the same opinion on Natalie Portman's character, though. I think no one wants her to come back. I think that they were to somehow bring her back in Endgame, everyone would riot. So, you know who needs to return though is 
Hulk's... I can't remember her name right now. I want to say Bonnie, but I feel like I'm thinking Bonnie just because you just said Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> um, I, I actually still technically haven't seen the uh, Incredible Hulk. Betsy? Oh, it's going to bug me. What is her name? Either way. Um, she was in the first Hulk movie, and she's the girl from Armageddon. Wait, what, are, what do you call the first Hulk movie? The the Incredible Hulk. That the one with Edward Norton? Yes, yeah. Edward Norton's Hulk. Okay. The first MCU. Well, movie. that character that she plays is in both of those Hulk movies. The the one with. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Huh. The other guy, I can't remember his. What was the first actor's name? Eric Bana. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna bug me. Either way, I want her to come back because she hasn't been mentioned since that movie. And in yeah, that but movie, then they, they have were, Mark like, Ruffalo love. with. Scarlett Johansson for some reasons. I know. Betty. It is. Okay, it's Betty. Yeah. They haven't mentioned her at all. And she was a big part of that first movie. And I didn't care until Thunderbolt Ross came back. And he's from that first Hulk movie. The Edward Norton one. So they brought back that character. And I'm like, what happened to Betty? I don't know. His daughter. I don't know. I don't care that much if I'm being honest. Because oh. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen it. It's true. I haven't. I should. I think watch it probably it. came out before you were born. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, it's false. not. Um, it's been ten years of movies. Yeah, that's what I thought. So anyway, so I watch. I watch those, and I'll probably continually kind of watch some of the movies leading up to Endgame, which is cool. It's it's good to have a refresher on things. Not of Dark World, though. Don't watch that. One movie I did watch that I've been meaning to watch, but I actually had to watch it for a class. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a good excuse to watch it. The Secret of Kells. Very good movie. Never even heard of it. Go watch it. So it was... It almost got Best Animated Picture the year it came out, but then Up came out and won. But honestly, oh. I like this movie more than Up. I think it should have won instead. It's What's really it good. It's about... Have you heard of the Book of Kells? No. It is basically uh, of Celtic origin where these... Uh, basically, back uh, when everyone was like, you know, reading the Gospels, um, everyone who was literate was reading the Gospels and spreading okay. around Christianity. Christianity was becoming very popular. But there were lots and lots of people who were not literate and could not, yeah, just couldn't read. And so the Book of Kells, um, not its sole purpose necessarily, but a lot of its purpose is to basically, it's, it's meant to be a visual sort of representation um, or expression of the four Gospels. So it's huh. I don't it's not a picture book, but it has sure. it has very intricate, very fancy art in it that um, these people called the Illuminators um, worked Illuminati on. It's, it's really it's gorgeous. If you look it up, it's a real thing. But oh, wow. this movie is basically about the creation of that book. Okay. Um, okay. And of course, it takes like you know it's it's not it can't be totally true, but it draws on a lot of like historical fiction stuff. It, yeah. Um, in Kells and how there's, you know, the Norsemen, the, the Vikings are taking over everything, trying to find gold. And so the city is trying to defend itself, but they're trying to finish this book. And then I, I can't even explain it much without giving away spoilers. It's an amazing movie. It's pretty short, too. I think it's just like an hour and a half or an hour, 20 minutes or something. Okay. So you don't have to, like, commit so much of your time to it. But please go see it. Like, it's yeah. a very good anime movie. If you like anime movies, its art style is fantastic. And, is yeah. Is it I, American I really style like. anime? Or, like, Japanese I don't know anime? where it was made, but it's not, like, Disney. Like, it's, okay. a, it's a very specific and unique art style that's just amazing. You're, it's, like, I love 2D animation, but... You could tell, like, especially in lots of Disney's movies, it's like they're using animation to tell a story. This is like, it's just like a work of art, the entire thing. You're just watching art move. And that's okay. kind of the point. And there's okay. so much symbolism and there's so much, like, again, I just had a theology class where we analyzed this movie. 
and talked about like art and the history of art and Christianity and all these. So I could go off. I'm not going to go off because this is a podcast. <laughs> we have limited. Well, probably shouldn't go over a super long time, but okay. <laughs> basically very, very good movie. Go check it out. If you like anything related to what I just said. Cool. It's awesome. So it sounds awesome. I hadn't even heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard even about the book. Unfortunately, it's not on Netflix, but um, you can find it other places. It's on Amazon Prime video, I believe. There's a, they do show you like some of the pages. Those pages actually exist, like in the actual book of Kells. Awesome to see. Like you see, oh, like here's this in this animation, but you can also just look at Google and find the like. You have obviously very worn. It's very old. It's a very old book, but you could see it's just the same thing, and so it's really awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, that's that. Cool. Well, from there, then we can get into the movie news. Yeah. So Shazam came out fairly recently, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all in theaters, so. Black Adam is probably, well, obviously, okay, Black Adam was supposed to be introduced in Shazam. Sorry to spoil it to you. Black Adam is not introduced in Shazam. I don't don't (sighs) know. Which makes me sad. He should have been in end credit scene or something at least. Yeah, but what's going to happen instead is that Black Adam's getting his own movie. Uh, It's going to be Dwayne Dwayne The Rock Johnson, by the way. He's he's acting part. Um. But they're probably going to start filming at the end of this year, which is cool because things keep running, go so fast. This movie is going to be out by, what, 2022, which mm-hmm. is, what, three years away? That's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're into that, That's I mean, weird, I don't like, know much about Black Adam. I don't know much about DC. He's a jerk. <laughs> like, it'll yeah. be interesting to see The Rock play him. But like, Yeah, that's true. He's not like, like a likable villain to like. Like he's make supposed your own movie to be about. a villain. Yeah. So yeah. and he's supposed to be against Shazam. I'm assuming just from what I've read. Yeah, um, I mean he's like any Marvel movie where they have the Marvel the hero versus hero. a yeah. villain that's just like just the hero. Like yeah. Basically, Black Adam. So yeah, it'll be really interesting if they're going to go for the approach of like, oh, you can understand where he's coming from as a villain because of his backstory or if it's just going to be him being a jerk the whole time like oh. but the joker trailer was that last week or was this week this week oh yeah joker trailer came out i think Speaking it was this dc week, i just thought about that the yeah i joker forgot about it till now, but I, I did watch it that's yeah. a villain that i can get behind i still haven't even seen the trailer oh it's so good it and it's supposed like to be just a teaser trailer yeah it didn't feel like a teaser trailer to me anyways um, that wasn't in our notes. I just remembered that. No, that was no, a thing. we should talk about it. I mean, yes, yeah. that's, that's pretty significant. I would say um, it is. I love the thing that says in the '80s to make the Joker, you put him in a vat of chemicals. Now you just put him in society. Hmm. Basically, society beats him down, and that's how he becomes the Joker in this. Yeah, it looks like they're going to take a different approach to Joker, which is cool. And Joaquin Phoenix is taking a different approach to Joker, which is cool. Yeah. I think. I'm worried. I know lots of people are saying, oh, he's never going to beat, you know, Heath Ledger. It's like, he doesn't need to. He doesn't. Right. He's playing a different Joker. People that understand there's different Jokers, and that's the beauty of Joker as a character, because like, you can afford to do that. Even within the trailer itself, there's this, like, symbolism of he's climbing up the stairs at the beginning of the trailer, and then at the end, he's kind of, like, running down the stairs and jumping down the stairs, and it's this, like, descent into... Yeah, um, insanity, and so I feel like the movie's gonna be like that, like just really symbolic with a lot of stuff. I feel like they're gonna make it real artsy, which is mm-hmm. cool. But yeah, it's such a unique way to unique take on him. Like it's no longer about Batman; it's it's showing a message about society or something like that. That's my guess. Yeah, it seems super cool. Yeah, I never thought that's... we'd get like this weird indie movie yeah. out of a superhero film. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, it's weird, but I think it'll be good. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. I guess we don't really know until it comes out. But uh, Now moving on from the DCEU to MCU. We know Endgame's just around the corner, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we also know that Far From Home is... that That's been announced. That was announced a while ago. We've seen trailers for it. Yeah. It just doesn't mention anything about Infinity War, Endgame, or anything. So that's great. I don't know how he... 
undusted himself. Exactly. We don't know what happened, um, which we're hoping Endgame will answer, I suppose. It kind of has to. And the weird thing is that that, that movie got announced, is coming out, the God trailer, yeah. everything. That's that's fine. It's like a regular movie. They probably just knew that Tom Holland wouldn't keep it secret, so like we better just announce yeah. it. <laughs> we just like we just gotta do it because <laughs> he's gonna just blow our whole cover. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, interesting. All these other movies we've talked about, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Black Panther 2, we've talked about Black Widow a lot. That's getting, there's still more progress on that happening. I think they're starting mm-hmm. filming soon, um, yeah. which is crazy. Um, awesome. But it's just interesting that technically those haven't been announced yet. We know they're in production just by following news, right? But they, Marvel hasn't officially announced anything like that. Anything past Far From Home. Right. So they are going to... trailers for anything. Correct, yeah. But they're going to do their sort of five-year plan. That sounds Mm -hmm. like a pyramid scheme. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, they're going to do their five-year plan after Far From Home is out. So not even right after Endgame. They're going to wait all the way for Spider-Man. And the reason is they, they even said, like, it has to do with an Endgame spoiler, which totally makes sense. I, right. I, I yeah. get that. It's just very interesting. There was a featurette with Robert Downey Jr. He said there's no possible way for anyone to know what's going to be happening in this movie. So there yeah. must be some twist. There's got to be something. I mean, it's again... Obvious. Th- because they act completely normal in the trailers for Far From Home, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. But I don't know. And they're going to keep doing, cooking out movies because that's what makes them money. They got the Fox deal. They're maybe going to do a Fantastic Four that actually is good. That'd be yeah. great. Like they're going to maybe put X-Men in there. So X-Men they have things are a long do. ways out, they said. I That's okay. really recent news. I just heard that, I think today. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, Feige says that they already have the five-year plan set up, and so mm-hmm. um, they're going to get through that before they think about doing X-Men to keep it fresh. That's fair, I guess. They, they're they going for the long the long game. Yeah. You know, end games are on the corner. They're just going to be like, ha-ha, we're going to do something that means we could do more movies. Ha! Yeah. Well, I swear, if it's like an alternate universe, I'd freak out. In probably a good way. <laughs> anyway, we it's all speculation. So our last news is kind of related to... Did we talk about it last week or the week before? We very recently talked about the Transformers... Ago. Yeah, the Transformers movie mm-hmm. franchise and how Last Night was apparently getting not necessarily a sequel, but maybe a prequel, something related to it. Turns out yeah. that's not true. Turns out Michael <laughs> We definitely Bay, reported on it, thinking that it was. Because it yeah. said it was. Well, they the just... They, they took the news back. And Michael yeah. Bay is completely uninvolved with Transformers at this point. Which might be a good thing after Bumblebee. Exactly. It, we did say how weird it would have been if they would have kept two different series Universes going yeah. at the same time. And the next one is almost definitely going to be related to Bumblebee. Probably a sequel, but I guess we don't know for sure. It's going to be in that universe, though. Like, that's that's pretty much hands down guaranteed. So Optimus Prime looks way cooler in that universe. Yeah. <laughs> they all look pretty <laughs> slick, I would say. I've only seen a couple pictures, right? Not the movie, but... Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess, I don't know if it's good news or bad news. I want to say it's good news. I think it would have been weird, again, to have two different universes going on. But if you're a huge Transformers fan, then I'm sorry. <laughs> if you liked The Last Night... And wanted more Michael Bay action, then I'm sorry. <laughs> this is bad news. <laughs> yeah. That is all of our movie news. Cool. What TV have you guys been watching? I finally finished season three of uh, Into the Badlands. Yeah. Wait, how many seasons so good. are there? Three. Three. Oh, And gosh, there me. will never be another one. And they ended it on a cliffhanger. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, no, I hate that. four would have been so good. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I was really looking forward to season four. I definitely figured. I feel like for the most part anymore, a show knows ahead of time that it's going to be canceled. And so it ends where it needs uh, to. Despite yeah, where it's at. They, they definitely left this one like Just they cracked open. the egg and didn't let any of the inside onto the skillet. <laughs> no. Oh no. 
So uh, would you say it's still worth watching, or will people? Oh, I still very much. I enjoyed uh, that world to me. Mm-hmm. Like AMC did that, right? Yeah. In my opinion, that's the best AMC show that they've ever come out with. It's okay. far and above, in my opinion, far and above Walking Dead. Wow. Like that world is so interesting to me mm-hmm. because it's a lot of, you know, you've got barons and everybody's dressed in, in this kind of haberdashery, uh, you know, gentlemanly garb, 19 or like the 1800s, 1700s England sort of deal. Like, but, but you've got this fusion between, between that Victorian era, England and the far East with martial arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, I really enjoyed, like I said, last week. Like, the first season and the... I think I watched half of season two were really, really good. So Season two... Up. Yeah, I think season two is better than season one. Uh, of course, they get a little bit of the, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in there a little bit sometimes where, you know, somebody goes flying through the air and you can tell they're clearly wired up to something. Oh, yeah. Some of that martial arts is so over the top. But a lot of it is really well choreographed, and it's probably the best martial arts choreography in years for anything that's not a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, I will stand by what I said that I don't, I, I can't believe that the choreography in that is better than Iron Fist. Oh, like by leagues. Yeah, like Iron Fist, which is supposed to be Marvel's martial arts show, and I mean Badlands, like blows them out of the water yeah if if you like martial arts movies Mm -hmm. you should watch this series just for the fighting alone yep joe are you sure you watched till the end of that season that was all that was on netflix okay uh lj says that it continues until may oh it's like it's actively on airing right now something like that maybe you've only got half a season Apparently they took a break. Because <gasps> it came back April 1st, says LJ. Well, I sure hope that that's true. I would love to see the other half of this. I of sure that hope that's it awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, the you know, the stuff started to ramp up where I was at. And, and like, big reveal happens, and that's it. And, like, no no episode queued up afterward. And I was like, no! So it makes sense as, like, a mid, mid-season finale? Yeah, I could see that. That would that would make sense. Okay. All right. We're back in business. Okay, good. Cool. I Woo! I still probably would have watched it, but I hate you know, I hate that firefly effect of like you watch that show and then you're like, I need to know what happens next. Right. Yep. Yeah. For sure. I know people that will not watch Firefly because they don't want to do that to themselves. Oh, it's so good. It is. All good cool. things must come to an end. But they should end well. Walking Dead just drug it along like a corpse. They we'll be talking about that in a little bit. See, <laughs> Walking Dead and Ali don't let things die. Right. In the show or out of the show. <laughs> oh. I before we get into that though, I did watch one show, and it is called The Last Song. It is an anime that you can find on Netflix. I can't remember if it's Netflix original or not. Um, okay. And it's very adorable. It is about um, someone who, they, the minstrels that sing, um, they have magical powers when they sing certain songs. And mm. so it's this little, it's cutesy show. There's this little scientist kid uh, who reminds me of like Yu-Gi-Oh! And um, he's helping along this this girl and she's the main character. Uh, she sings, but nobody can know about it because it's like illegal for these people to like, magically sing um so they're like on a on a witch hunt for and it's very anime in the fact that there's a little bit of fan service going on but other than that it seems very kid friendly hold keep listening until you get about halfway through (laughs) okay and everything turns real dark um and i won't say how but uh, i was is it like a uh, Doki Doki type shift, or is that? Yeah, almost. Really like not as not as dark as Doki Doki Literature Club. Which uh, for those don't that's another thing. Don't let your kids watch Doki Doki Literature Club. Play, um, play. Yeah, don't let them play it. 
I felt like I was watching it. Play or watch. I mean, I yeah. watched through it. Playthroughs of it. So. I played through it. Um, uh. <laughs> very dark anime. Kind of in that way, though, of things are just like fun and everything's kind of okay. Um, Todd Habercorn plays a villain and I hate his voice so much. Todd Habercorn, you're amazing. Um, he just plays bad guys really, really well. Uh, and yeah, you, you get to that you get to that spot and you're just, and I'm kind of spoiling it for someone, but I'd rather, you know, that it gets dark and not watch the show thinking that it's going to be fun and cutesy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially if I'm going to recommend it to anyone. It kind of reminds me of, was it fate zero? Shelly will maybe know. You watched fate zero. I, yeah. Which one had uh, the creepy redheaded kid? Oh, I think that was fate Zero. zero. I know so, what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure with the kind of in that sense where things were like they weren't cutesy in that show, but they were kind of like everything's not terribly dark, and then it got real dark real and fast. And then it got to that guy, and you're like, "You're insane! Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing?" That's yeah. kind of what okay. We're That's like, a shift. That is yeah. a shift. Yeah. Um, but it's called the Lost Song, and I'm almost done with the season. I don't know if I'll have more seasons or anything. Um, but it's interesting. Do not go through and read the little episode things, um, because they spoil it big time in that. Like, don't even look at the thumbnails. Uh, and you'll have, you'll have a fun time if you like those darker twists. Um, and it's PG-13. I mean, it's no worse than like FMA, Full Metal Alchemist, as far as anime goes. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into the TV news. And since Joe brought up The Walking Dead... Um, we've heard that they were going to be doing spinoffs. They are doing a spinoff that should come out in, oh, 2020? I believe it's 2020. Uh, And it's going to be female-led, which I think is cool, but I kind of feel like with Rick gone in The Walking Dead now, it's pretty female-led. Daryl's there, but I don't really consider Daryl to be the main character. I consider Michonne to be the main character. Uh, and Michonne and Carol for the most part. So, uh, I, I don't know. I think it's cool, but I don't need another Walking Dead show. I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead, uh, which is their other spinoff. This will be their third uh, show. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not interested, so maybe I just think it's a lot. Maybe it's really exciting for lots of people who are super duper into that, but I just feel like it's not... I mean, it's a zombie world. That's not mm-hmm. super original. How I know, can and you, you can't do a lot of different things. Like, yeah. it's still zombie. It's going to end up being kind of the same show mm-hmm. with different characters, probably. The thing that I liked about Fear the Walking Dead, and I only watched that first season, I don't even know if it's still like that, was that the Walking Dead kind of strayed away from the horror for a while and became more of a drama about these people in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, yeah. Which I love about that's why I stick with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, where Fear the Walking Dead in that first season was kind of back to its horror roots, and it was like it just happened, you know, the the turn of the zombies, um, and so there was this suspense that we didn't have The Walking Dead anymore. Uh, but I don't know if having a third one just to have like just to have a female led one will be. I don't know. We'll see. If it's more of an adventure thing, that could be kind of cool. Um, if it's like an action uh, show, but there's not a lot you can do with that world to me. I'm, it's weird to me that they want to do more spinoffs. It's not just this one. They're supposed to be doing more spinoffs in the future too, as well as the Rick Grimes movies. Yeah, those I'll watch. I'm really excited for the Rick Grimes movies. I think that'd be cool. But we'll see. Uh, it's a lot of Walking Dead for a show that's on the. On the decline, which is weird. Like, views are not great. Viewership is not great on The Walking Dead. So it's strange to do all of this. This is the first season I've not paid attention. You need to go back and watch it. I've watched every other season till now. I actually didn't even realize it was airing again. Yeah. Well, you are... Uh, well, you have more Into the Badlands, but you're almost out of Into the Badlands. So you'll have something to catch up, catch up on. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got some confirmations for Cowboy Bebop, the live and the Netflix live action series, <laughs> which it's interesting. I didn't realize I saw that they were doing a live action, but I kind of figured it would be because it's a Netflix original 
be like the Full Metal Alchemist one, which was Japanese made. Uh, this is definitely American made. And John Cho, uh, he's in a lot of different things. Um, if you look him up, you can probably recognize his face from something you've seen. Uh, he's going to be part of it. Mustafa Shakir, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he was Bushmaster in Luke Cage season two. Uh, and he did an amazing, amazing job as that villain. Uh, so I'm really excited to see him in it. Uh, as well as, I don't know these two names, Daniela Panita and Alex Hassel. Um, they're going to be in it as well. Huh. Yeah. But just with the first two actors, I'm really kind of excited to see this show. It could be really cool. Movie. It's a movie. And then the Avatar news I promised you. Um, this is something that just kind of was revealed. It is a show, LJ says. Oh, I didn't realize it would be a TV show. Well, okay. if it was a movie, I would have talked about it. That's true. I was thinking Netflix. I was like, oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's shows, dude. Netflix makes movies. But they mostly do shows. <laughs> the Full Metal Alchemist thing was a movie, and it was weird. It was Netflix original. Well, that's probably going to be Cowboy Bebop. Just in show <laughs> form. I Well, yeah, I don't know. The Avatar news is going to make me real sad. They were going to make a season four of Avatar The Last Airbender. But everything, as far as like the Avatar world... Is concerned, all those resources need to go to the movie that they were making. So they kind of went all in on the last Airbender movie uh, that was terrible uh, to help Shyamalan make to make it to make that movie. So I don't know if we really needed a season four, but that might also be because they knew ahead of time not to make season four, so they finished up well in season three. I don't know. That's true. I'd way, way rather have a trash, terrible movie than a trash, terrible season because the movie is separate enough from the show. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my fears if they, for some, if for some reason they did end season three in the same way that they actually did. Like if one season one through three were actually just the same, and then but then they also had a season four. four. I don't really trust that. The I, only detail that we have is that it would have been Azula's redemption story. Uh, I assume that we would have defeated, they would have defeated, um, what's his name? The emperor. Oh, it's bugging me. Either way, someone knows. Not Iroh. (laughs) And then she would have, the emperor. What's his name? Like his dad? Yeah. They already defeated him. That's what I'm saying. Is season three they would have defeated him? What's his yeah. name though? It's bugging me. I actually don't remember. Ah, either way, everyone knows. I just talking. know it's Zuko's dad. I think in season three he would have been defeated, and then Azula would have like had a larger role and like gone after them, and then she would have got her redemption story. Ozai, yeah. Lord Ozai, thank you, LJ. Thank you. We need LJ at the back end. Like it's not Sozin because Sozin's comment that's different. Yeah. Someone had to be with the podcast going, it's Ozai. It's Ozai. You it's are fine. the Sozin one. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if we need Azula's redemption story because we got that kind of through Zuko. And Zuko yeah. has one of the best redemption stories in any yeah, you medium really ever. Top that. And I mean, they do have other stories in the comics, in Dark Horse comics. Yeah. And I kind of like that they're there because it's like, hey, if you want more content, you have these things that aren't actually super important just if you care about the characters and like watch just a little bit of stuff they do after season three, you can get that. But it's not this this huge thing. You don't have to read those comics to absorb all of Avatar. And so I just would have been, it would have been boring if that was made into a season. Um, But Basically, I think they did a good job with what they did. And again, I, I think season four, that would have been scary. If anything, um, I would want more things like Korra, where there's spinoffs of different different avatars. Yeah. I would have loved an avatar show where the avatar didn't come back. And so four benders got together and worked together to become the avatar. Like, they would have just been team avatar. My, mm-hmm. my, my mind, you said four benders. I'm thinking like four bender robots. <laughs> Futurama. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I think it would be really cool to see the four nations actually come together to. Yeah. Uh, I'm the firebender. 
They could have done that in Korra. They didn't. Yeah, I think that would have been really fun. Well, especially since we almost lost. That's kind of a spoiler for Korra, but we almost you lost the Avatar. Yeah. That show's yeah. been out forever. That's true. People talk about the ending all the time anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'd love to see I can, The only way I can really imagine, like, why they would have a season four is because the books are the names of the different elements. Yeah. And so it is kind of a little bit awkward how there's four elements, but only three books we already had it figured out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it works in that way. I would have imagined that the last one would have been air, and then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they would have done that thing that they did in Korra that I'm also not going to mention because spoilers. Okay. Oh. But that's related to air. <laughs> and if you see is... it, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's all the TV news. But we have a couple discussion questions, and they're both really fun. Uh, Nitro asked on discord uh, and also if you want to ask the questions do so through discord or by tweeting at us at tw- uh at twitter at geeksundergrace.com slash no what am i saying <laughs> on twitter hashtag gugcast oh boy uh and we'd love to answer your questions like nitro who asked what's the funniest movie you've watched mine is lego movie lego movie's solid yeah I'm trying to think, and I don't want to say it's the funniest movie I've ever watched, but it's just a funny movie that gets me laughing every time I watch it, just because I grew up watching it, would be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Not appropriate for kids, Mm -hmm. even though I watched as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so funny. You can't Um, get the censored version. You gotta do the other one. National Lampoon's what? Christmas Vacation. Oh. It's my favorite Christmas movie, so I think it's definitely one of my funniest, or one of the best, like, comedies I've seen. And I don't know, again, like, quality-wise, if it's actually better than other comedies, I've seen it so many times I could quote it. That, yeah, for nostalgia factor. It's, so it's hard to say if it's the funniest movie I ever watched, but it's definitely my favorite comedy, probably. Yeah. Mine is Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's a good, solid. Nice. Uh, number two is probably Tommy Boy. Mm, I, I don't know it. if y'all were alive for Chris Farley. Yeah, oh, I watched recently the uh, test voiceover of him for playing Shrek. Shrek. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that too. It's it so really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Way different. Very different Shrek. Yep. Than we got. That was cool. I would have liked to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our second question is from Goodbye May, uh, who asks, if you punch yourself and it hurts, would that make you strong or does that make you weak? Did you have a differing opinion than us, Shelly? I think it makes you weak. <laughs> That's what we all said. Yeah. Uh, and we have... Because <laughs> I guarantee you're not the strongest person you know. Yeah, it's just, if you punch yourself and it hurts, I, the way to test this would be to punch somebody else. Uh, but you're a Christian, so you don't shouldn't just punch. do that. Don't even if you're not, just don't punch people. Yeah, if you hit yourself and it hurts, then you're weak because you might hit somebody else and it not hurt them, and then you're you're still weak either way. Hmm. Um, just don't punch people. Don't punch yourself either. Don't hurt yourself, yeah. please. We don't want to s- promote self harm here at yeah. the Service Podcast. Uh, (laughs) just know that you're weak and that you need Jesus uh, and he will give you strength yeah (laughs) do we have anything else for the anyone geeking out about anything else this week I don't think so how about you Joe May the 4th Bolivar Missouri I'm going to Southern Baptist University uh, to Represent Geeks Under Grace as a VIP for their all-day LAN gaming event. So cool. Check it out. Star Wars game? Yes. That's cool. So if you're going to be in the area, try to stop by. I think think the... You can check out their website for the details on pricing, but I don't think it's very expensive. Maybe 10 or 20 bucks for a full day of LAN gaming. I think some people are going to be streaming. That's cool. Very cool. So definitely ought to check it out. Any you out about anything, Shelly? No. No. Cool. 
I, the only thing is I will have been married four years uh, on Sunday. Whoa, yeah. congrats. Happy yeah. anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Stop. We were going to go to the Renaissance Festival, and I was really excited to talk about it. And then we realized that it's not open until, like, the end of April. Boo. Oh, okay. well, dang. Yeah. Uh, well, if that is everything we're getting out about, then Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24, and you can find me Tuesday nights uh, at twitch.tv slash geeksandgrace playing Grim Fandango. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Gil said bye. That's so cute. Oh!